Ready? No. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Welcome to the Full Timers Podcast. I am Vila. I'm Ricky. And our friend of the show, Runyin. <laughs> Did you forget your name? Yeah. <laughs> Almost forgot. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? I'm full. We just had dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. dinner was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, had Mexican food. Those beans and rice got to my stomach. Yeah, I had a taco salad. Lots of hot sauce. Lots of the green stuff. The yeah. El Yucateco. Yeah. Teque? Yeah. Tecos? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's been a long two weeks. Since we last did a show, yeah, uh, a lot has happened in my personal life. What y'all? Um, I got a new desk. That's about it. You got a new desk. Get the kind that raises up, up and down, up and down with the press of a button. That's nuts. I like it a lot. What made you uh look into that the rising desk? And you also have a curvature in the desk too. So oh yeah, the contour. Yeah. What made you get into that? I like the ergonomics of it, and with my old desk, it felt like a little too high for me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I just looked into it, because sometimes I like standing, sometimes I like sitting, and adjusting heights, you know? <laughs> the, yeah. All the ergonomics of so it, it. On his motorized desk, he has four program buttons, one of which is for eating. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, what, yeah. <laughs> what's the height on that one? Is it where you cross your legs? Yeah, sometimes I like to cross my legs. <laughs> Because at my uh, the gaming height, uh, it's too low for that. Right. Yeah, I'm looking to a new desk too. Because I had made a janky old desk out of found pallets, like old skids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of do it yourself. It's kind of cheap and raggedy, so I might just get a real one next time. Yeah. So, the past two weeks, obviously we were off from the last episode. Yes. Um. This topic, or this week's episode, is on stress. Stress. Yes, stress. Uh, I know I'm sure some of us have dealt with stress in some sort of fashion. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky shook his head. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Just to preface this episode, we are not experts in the field of mental health, nor experts or able to give advice so we're just talking about how we deal with stress and yeah between the three of us how we deal with it and the stress we go through yeah some sort of fashion mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah i guess everybody has stress in their life some way somehow or something in 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 general is given to you or, or you have to deal with something yeah so let's talk about stress have you had stress what kind of stress do you deal with I'd probably say customer customer service. So work-related stuff. Yeah, work-related stuff. Dealing with people and talking to people. Not be trying to be mad with anybody or, you know, try to let somebody else handle the situation if, if need be. Yeah. Yeah, I find customer service the worst. I can't stand it. It stresses yeah. me out the most, too. Yeah, I remember when, um, when I was at my very first job in high school at a restaurant. Dealing with customers was the worst because either they're always picky and trying to get free stuff out of you and give you a hard time and going about it. And mm. yeah, it's just stuff. Dealing with people in general, 
kind of stresses me out. Yeah. For the most part. Do you have work-related stress too? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Even now? Yeah, a little bit. Like, thankfully, I don't have to deal too much with, you know, people. Customers. Yeah, customers. Yeah. Here and there, but it's not, like, in large volume. So, mm-hmm. it's, I can handle it. But, um, stress is at work. Things that aren't guaranteed, I guess, would stress me out. Like, if I'm doing, because, you know, I do a lot of repairs on electronics and this mm-hmm. and that. If I don't know what exactly what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. then I guess I'll, that'll stress me out because, like, uncertainty in yeah. general stresses me out. That's right. Like, not having control of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speak. Well, yeah. Uh, sometimes. What I would say about that is that... I mean, not just work-related, but just in general, like, not having control of your fate of something? Nah, not really. I don't know. If, I don't think I'm getting at that because mm-hmm. I feel like if there's something I'm not in control of, like just zero control, I feel like I would be less stressed about that just because there's nothing I can do, you know? But I if I'm, I... I think ahead. I'm the opposite. Yeah? Yeah. Because I feel like, not so much of a control freak, but like if I don't have control of a situation... And I don't know what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. I feel like the burden will be placed on me, and be more. It'll be more stress, stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. See, like, like the burden part of it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm saying it right either. I I think I get you. Like, if you had the chance to control the outcome, but it's not guaranteed. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the pressure of people expecting it, one thing to work out. Yes. And that pressure's on you because you're that one person to make make something work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think I, that's I what you. I'm dealing with. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. But again, if it's totally out of my control, then I feel like there's really not anything you can stress about. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's like super tragic, whatever the yeah. situation is. You know? yeah. But yeah. yeah, for me, I've, I've been dealing with some work-related stress mostly in the past maybe month some change mm-hmm. um at my job i lately haven't had much of a it's not a knock to my current work situation it's just i think it's just me but i haven't had much of a work life balance mm-hmm. and use i'm used to having a work life balance because i'm constantly like i have things i want to work on on my own and I that lately I haven't been able to work on those things, yeah. Because I'm dealing, I'm doing stuff for my job, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I've been spoiled with having a gig a few years ago where I could just leave the work at work and not worry about it when I go home. But I'm sure, like, I mean, I talked to my, some friends that are in the same kind of industry, um. And they, they, you know, they work a lot too, just as much, if not more, like at home, not on their side projects, but for their work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I've been ha- dealing with that kind of thing lately, like mentally. And I had a conversation with the management and the owners and higher ups, I guess you would call them. And they agree that, you know, I haven't been myself lately. And they've seen that, and we mutually agree that it's not working out for me. So I've been looking for jobs since then. 
But I mean, I'm I feel a lot better now because that is out in there now, mm-hmm. and they know what's going on. And luckily, I have something lined up next week. Hopefully, that works out too. So yeah, yeah, that's that kind of stuff I've been dealing with lately. But outside of work stuff, like even just regular life, I feel a little stressed out too because I don't know if it's just me being spoiled or whatever. But I, I've been looking for a new place to stay also. I think my time at home is running thin. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you feel the same way, Ren, because you're still with your peoples. Yeah, I'm still with my parents. Uh, yeah, time for me to branch out and leave the bird's nest. Yeah. Ricky, you're here already by on your own. Yeah, he's apartment. on his own. Yep. Got my own apartment, the roommate. Yeah, did you feel at all, like before you moved out, did you feel at all any kind of stress at home? Like you just need to get your own space? I think that's what it is for me. I just need my own space. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, for me, it wasn't like a huge, like, like a burning desire. Like, like I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that they like, I guess it was like too, like too crowded at home. I guess. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I had to do it for me. Like, um, just like be more independent. You know. Yeah. And just go on my own. Yeah, that's like. Yeah, I agree with that too. I feel that way also. Like, I need to see what I'm made of. Like, if I can make this, make it out independently. Yeah, I'm sure I can. It's not. It's just the right timing and also money wise too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think timing is important. About it, you got to make sure you're in the right mindset and money set. Money set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that too. Yeah. It's like number two on my list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Both. Yeah, I mean, life stresses. You know, outside of money there's other factors that that bothers me too mm. you know also politics especially with today's current political landscape mm-hmm. it just feels like we're dealing more of you know open racism now i'm sure racism's always been around but people are being more emboldened to being discriminatory yeah i don't know if y'all feel the same way i mean i do seen people around and Kind of on the fence of being near people these days. I don't know. Do y'all feel the same way? We all think about politics. Do y'all does politics ever bother you in in a sense? Sure, like it bothers me to a certain extent, but sometimes it's just like too much, so I just kind of don't worry about it. <laughs> it might be yeah. a bad thing, but like I don't know. It's just me. Like again, like I don't think I can completely control that situation mm-hmm. i think that's somewhat out of my control i know there's yeah. stuff i can do but most of the majority of it is out of my out of my hands so. yeah yeah but you were i feel the same way i mean i'll have a point to where yeah it's politics and then a point where i don't care or be like yeah just leave me alone about politics yeah i mean politics is politics i don't really get into it i mean i have my own like you know the way I probably talk about it or handle it, but yeah. Have y'all been paying attention to the um, Democratic uh, nominee run, whatever's going on? No. Not really. Yeah. Not too much. <laughs> I've seen some people like, oh, they're going to run in this, but I don't remember any names. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who's who put their bid in or what their policies are. So I feel like, I do feel like I should be a responsible American adult and look into it. But, um, yeah, I'll probably do that later. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. 
what other what else grinds your gears in this stress related field? Um, I think it's just work for me. Like, yeah, I hear you, Ricky. Personal life is, I think it's just fine. Yeah, I'm happy with it. You know, financially and I have enough free time mm-hmm. to do the things I like. Um, yeah, when I get home, it's just relaxing. And recently, even at work, it's been not very stressful. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, you think it's a downtime thing or is it? Yeah, probably that. But yeah. And and also at the same time, I think I've been like learned how to better manage stress, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So how do y'all, on that note, how do y'all manage your stress or deal with it? Uh, I think the first thing to do is just think it through. Right. I mean, it might be a cliche, but take a deep breath, as they say, you know, and just try to process stuff in your head first before making any rash decisions. Yeah. For me, usually when I'm feeling like, how do you, well, going back, kind of rewind a little bit. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you are feeling stressed? Like what is the signs? Oh, the symptoms of stress? Yeah. Like, is it, everybody's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I guess when I know I'm stressed is when I'm thinking too much about something or when I just feel like a lack of energy, a lack of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's hard to pinpoint for me. Right. Um, yeah, what about you? Um, for me... It's. Well, I feel like everyone gets this, like the like a weight on your shoulders, like mm-hmm. kind of like dread, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like you just feel pushed down. Um, there's that, and then sometimes I don't like to talk to people when I'm stressed. Yeah. Like I just don't want to hear anybody or talk to them, you mm-hmm. know. Or sometimes I'd be like, "Oh, just leave me alone." Yeah. 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 I, I wouldn't say that to them, but I just wouldn't want to talk. I guess mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm really stressed out. Um, what else? I was like, I don't know, just like a bad mindset, I guess. When Rest. Just yeah, yeah. The feeling of the weight on your shoulders is definitely a sign for me. Um, but yeah, dealing with it, I've learned. Yeah, like you said, cliche to say, but just take a deep breath and one one day at a time, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I usually just go to the gym and burn out. You know, just get some physical energy out and mm. that's how i deal with my stress yeah kinda. that always helps yeah any other ways y'all deal with your stress talk to people yeah that's my way of getting yeah, stress that's one yeah good or bad or or yeah or or you get help or something yeah i would say talk to the right people like i know i said when i'm in like, the moment like, of stress yeah, yeah like like villa said about his field of how the people come um it's weird because usually, yeah, saying the the people in your field. Sorry about that, guys. I had to take a uh, drink real quick, but yeah, because yeah, my mouth was kind of dry. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but like I'm saying, depending on what field it is, I'll talk to the person about that subject or that subject. I'll click in my head, be like, I want to know about it, or what is it, or how ex- explain it to you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like talk to someone who can help you. Um, when I said like. <laughs> Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I should say, like, talk to anyone who, I guess, can't help me, you know? I don't know if that's, like, mean, mean to say, but... I, I know what you're saying. Maybe, like, talking to someone that 
that understands. Yeah, someone that understands yeah. can help you. I think that's maybe a down, I guess a downfall. I don't know if that's the right word, but a downfall for me is like, I don't know who I would talk to. So usually I keep it bottled up. Yeah. And I, I know that's, good. that's bad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, usually, yeah. I mean, if I don't have anybody to talk to, I just, like I said earlier, I just go do some physical exercises. Just get stress out there. Um, I know keeping it bottled up is not healthy because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like it does fester sometimes and it and it could come out in, in a big explosion sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, do you have people you talk to? Uh, yeah, it depends on, again, on what the situation yeah. is. Like if it's work-related, you know, I got coworkers I can mm-hmm. talk to. Because they could relate. Yeah. As far as work goes. Yeah. And then stress in like personal situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle Tino, he's great to talk to mm-hmm. about pretty much anything. So yeah. that's definitely a go-to. Um, he's full of life too. Every time I see him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I think yeah, having nobody talk to is a bad thing. Yeah, so it kind of sucks. I don't know. I mean, usually I would just write it down and then not look at it again. I guess that's another way of getting it out. But then again, it's not really getting out right. I don't know it's strange uh, I have a thing that says what everyday mundane act- activities would sp- spark your anxiety do you have anxiety ever feel it um yeah. less now that I'm older like mm-hmm. I feel like the older I get the less anxiety I start to feel right um like I know how you're talking about being nervous for an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, like like things like that, like coming up into the future that you know is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, f- I found that like most times for me when I do have kind of those appointment kind of things, not interviews per se, but like just I got to be somewhere. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I feel like I won't feel anxiety until like the drive over to where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Oh, like man. days before the night before or anything, yeah. I'm like fine. Um, or I guess sometimes during whatever mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do, but yeah, like sometimes my cousin Jeremy, you know, he'll ask me, <laughs> I was like, are you nervous about this or that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I always tell him not yet because it'll probably happen. But yeah, at the moment, like I'm, I'm just not stressed about it because again, like whatever happens going to happen. I feel like for me. Yeah. And stressing about it uh, wouldn't help my situation. Yeah. For me, like everyday stuff that kind of elevates my anxiety. Like I said, like you mentioned, but we talked about earlier was interviews, job interviews. It's like, I guess in a situation where I'm being put on the spot Mm. to talk about myself and try to sell yeah, to sell, sell myself. Yourself. Yeah, because there's a lot of factors to think about, like a lot of things going yeah. through your head. And I feel like you, you really don't need to think about all that stuff. It's like you shouldn't have to think about that because I mean that is out of control, you know, yeah. like what people think of you. But I, with with that in the back of my mind, I kind of psych myself out and get too worried about what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I think it's like I mean some of it's like basic human instinct yeah. right to over or i guess kind of overthink things you know i think this is part of our personality traits too mm. you think because i know 
We yeah. took our test. I'm an introvert, something, and you also introvert, something. Something, yeah. I think you're. An, I think Rudin, you're an extrovert. So, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Um, yeah, I feel like all this stress-related stuff and anxiety, it could relate to our personality traits, yeah. right? I think so. I mean, yeah. There's some people who don't ever get stressed or yeah. Have anxiety or, about anything, or, or it can be some people that are stressed out and they don't want to tell anybody about it. Or yeah, that's like another, all the time. It's another thing too. Like some people who are stressed out and probably worse, um, they don't show it at all, and you can't even tell. Yeah, they just keep it to themselves. And and I mentioned it, like not having somebody to talk to or not having a way to vent it out is unhealthy. I just can't imagine what people that actually don't let it out at all. Yeah, and some people have chronic anxiety, you know, and mm-hmm. that. I feel terrible for people who have that just constant. Yeah. Just, yeah, no good. I think one of the worst, not worst, one of the things that I could never find myself getting the hang of or used to is public speaking. Me too. You ever had to do a, like a, a public speech? Yeah, like even, even like in a, I can't remember, like middle school, middle school, I had to present a paper in front of the class. Even that gave me so much anxiety. Yeah, same. I, I remember. I, had, well, I remember one time in elementary school, I had to do that for. Uh, I think my uh, graduation for the uh, dare class. Yeah, that gave me anxiety too. I remember that because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't because I wasn't sure if I wrote the paper right because I was being so self conscious of what I wrote. Right. I don't know if it's just right or not. Yeah. I guess it's a situation like is. What I'm saying accurate and are people judging me right now? Yeah, like making sure you're uh, saying the right things at the, and like at the, at the right pace, I guess, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, when I have to do like speeches in front of the class or whatever, I feel like I always feel like I like like talk too fast, you know? Yeah, that and like, can they tell I'm nervous and yeah, exactly. can they see me sweating it under my shirt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Another situation where I kind of had anxiety, you were there, Ricky. We went to an old coworker's birthday party at a hotel. Oh, God. Oh, how yeah. Did, how did that turn out, guys? We'll save that whole night for another episode. But <laughs> So I was hired what, to three years ago, two years ago, to film a birthday party at a club in downtown. And... The atmosphere wasn't something I was used to, for sure, Ricky. I know it wasn't something oh, yeah. you were no, used to. No, that was to. brand new to me. Um, so the first stop was at a hotel room that he had uh, got for a night. And there was a lot of people in there, basically a hotel party before the party. And I was nervous because, I, one, I didn't know the crowd he... I knew the crowd he hung out with, but I didn't know what to what degree. Obviously, we've seen... Mm-hmm. St- stereotypes of you know on tv music videos stuff like that and it was like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it really was i'm not gonna say too much because i don't want to you know put him on the spot or save it for another show mm-hmm. but i was yeah i was just anxious because i i got in there wearing a pretty nice button-up shirt and they were wearing the opposite <laughs> the opposite of a button-up <laughs> yeah shirt. what is the opposite <laughs> so, a white t-shirt pretty much and yeah, just it was not my crowd, and I was feeling like a wallflower, just observing everything with my camera, trying to film some stuff. Um, situation where I didn't ever think I would be in. Yeah, and then we got to the club. Definitely not a situation <laughs> no. 
we were not <laughs> expecting to be in. That was something else. Ricky, you could chime in on your experience oh, and man. whatever you I were mean, feeling. I mean, it was just so loud and I didn't know what to do. Just Yeah. I think we just kind of stood there and just We were <laughs> well, everyone else We was were like, wallflowers. Yeah. Wallflowers. Um everyone else was having a good time dancing. I didn't that. I only had like two light drinks uh-huh. that night. I don't I don't can't remember what you how much you had. Um, at the hotel and at the club. I don't oh remember. yeah, I didn't drink anything at the hotel. Oh, at I mean, the, at the club. Yeah, I don't think I'm not sure if I did either. But at the hotel, I did, and I think that alleviated anxiety for me. Like I didn't feel yeah. nervous or anything after. Yeah, I was a little bit tipsy. Um, we're also not endorsing heavy drinking. So. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. Especially if you're feeling stressed out, you don't have to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just remember. I don't know if it's just this is part of stress or anxiety, but I knew for me after one hour in the club, I was done. I think yeah. it was it was mostly sensor overload, and I got tired. Mm-hmm. And I think we had two hours left or three hours left in the club. Um, it was a lot of bumping and grinding at the club. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there. Like, I didn't um, know what to do. I was at one point I was standing on standing on a couch because there was nowhere else to stand. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had my shoes on and I had my heavy ass camera with me and oh god. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't the best. Weird night. I don't know I don't know if I would say it was a fun night, but it was definitely a new experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. Um Da da da. How do we deal with stress? We talked about that. Yep. Have you guys ever dealt with something that's a little bit more than stress? Like, has it gone to something like depression? Oh. Well, I don't. I don't think it's fair to call it depression. Yeah, I, I, we're again, we're not experts in this. So, and we haven't. I haven't seen an expert. So. I, so whatever it is, like, have you felt like the lowest point? I guess. Yeah. So, um, what was it maybe? Yeah, three like three years ago when, you know, you and I Vila were working at the same mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during the holiday season, mm-hmm. and it just got busy at our place. I was repairing things as fast as I could, as much as I could, and it was just. Overwhelming. Uh, yeah, very overwhelming. I just got overloaded and just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of broke down there at work. Yeah. Uh, Look at my friend Ozef. Shouts out to him. Was there to kind of help me out, mm-hmm. you know, go through all the, the motions and yeah. processing and all that. And I wasn't there for that. No. But I heard, like, because I'm yeah. the next day, because my role was shipping stuff and I got into the. Pl- job next day and realized you and everybody else weren't there i was asking where where's everybody yeah and then your uncle said they're taking a few days off was it a week off or something like that yeah something like that yeah Yeah. but yeah i just remember being at that point it was just like i felt like everything was just hopeless and there was Mm -hmm. like no point in anything yeah and just a really dark place the darkest place yeah and yeah that's the lowest point i've ever been i hear that for me, uh, work-related-wise, yeah, it was at that time. Obviously, I'm gonna, I had graduated from college already. Still couldn't get my feet wet in whatever field I wanted to be into. 
So I took that job, you know, not not much. And at one point I was like, is this all that I'm worth now? Mm-hmm. And like, I think I had, I don't know if you had this thought or thinking before, but like, is this the rest of my life or can I achieve more? And at one point when I was there, I was like, I don't know if I could. Right. I mean, we got out of it and we're doing better now, obviously, but that was one of the moments where I, I just didn't know what else to do. Yeah. It wasn't so much feeling overwhelmed. It was just like, you know, you didn't know what, what am I, what am I doing? You know, like right. what am I, what am I going to do? Yeah. You didn't know what was coming in next. Mm-hmm. And like, how would I get there kind of thing? Yeah. We're fine now. Obviously. Oh yeah. It's great now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fine. I think, um, that experience, my, like my experience, um, really made me stronger. Yeah. It did teach me a lot. I'm sure it taught you and everyone else a lot too. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruin, you got any? Uh, yeah, you ever had a a very low moment? You don't have to go too deep into it if you don't want to, but like, yeah, have you ever been there? Yeah, I had to deal with something that is probably more than stressing, like where it freaking made me break down and be like, oh man, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you get yourself out of it? Probably dealing dealing with it, or probably uh, trying not to think about it. Is that a healthy thing to do? Like, just put like, it away? I mean, sometimes it could for be. For a right? certain amount of time. Depending on what it is or what the situation may be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in an age factor, too, probably. As <laughs> your, your physical age, you mean? Yeah, as far as your, your logic, logic about it. Being logic about it, I think, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the situation. and The situation and probably how you... um. How you um observe and um handle the situation and who's around you or or your setting. Yeah. Are there ever moments where you look back at something you were stressed out about and just laugh at it? Yeah. Like in hindsight? Yeah. Yeah. Like almost everything. Like, <laughs> like the old job. <laughs> High school. I, like yeah. we, there are moments we school, laugh at it now. College. Regardless oh, yeah, of yeah. how how elementary school. How deep it went. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of I feel like a lot of the things that I have been stressed about in the past or have mm-hmm. had anxiety about wasn't really a big deal. Yeah, because a lot of it I don't remember, you know, saying so. It, w- it wasn't that important, I guess. I'm trying to think back as a kid, what did I stress about? Even like even feel like the weight of a, as a kid, mm. maybe making our parents proud in school. Yeah. Graduation. I was a bad college. kind of, so I wasn't worried about <laughs> I wasn't worried about getting in trouble when I didn't do my homework, <laughs> which yeah. happened. That's not, not so much not doing your homework. It's like getting a, a B. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't feel that pressure. Yeah. I'm, Even I'm, though. It was mostly my mom. Yeah. Um, Even though my parents expected me to get good grades and stuff. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, in the last episode, we talked about social media. Ricky, obviously, you're not on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ruin, you're on it. I'm on it. Um, yeah. Ricky, are you familiar with the term FOMO? Yeah, fear of missing out. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, on social media, people post stuff about their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's fabricated. Yeah. Just or, like people take pictures just to show off on social media. Like or, they're not or, really living that life. Or people yeah. just try to fake it and try to say, look at me, look at blah, blah, blah. So, I think, Ruin, this question is more for you. 
like how when you see people on social media, quote unquote, living it up, do you have that feeling of fear of missing out? No. FOMO? No. Sometimes I I do. I mean, I mean, I have a social, I do the social media thing too, but it wouldn't probably be like to the extreme. Like, oh, yeah. look at me. I have a a thousand dollars on the table. Oh, look at no, me. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like when you see people on oh, there. Oh, people? You see other people on yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, just, I just scroll up. Like 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 normal. Yeah. Just going about my day like I'm reading the article. See, I know what you're talking about, but um, I remember hearing this quote or something. It was like, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing. It was like something like, don't compare your life to someone else's highlight reel. Yeah. So, you know, when people post on social media. They only post the good stuff. Yeah, only the good times. You don't see their lower points or when mm-hmm. they're stressed out or anything like that. So, um. I mean, yeah, social media, it's good to um, put what you want on there, not what you don't want, you know? Exactly. It's curated. Yeah. Um, But, like, when I see some of my friends on Facebook or whatever posting of, like, them getting engaged or them buying a house or doing it up and starting, I don't know, a business, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm missing out. I guess this doesn't have to be in social media, but like when your friends get engaged or married or get a house and like that, do you feel like you're behind or have kids Um, in this weird thing we call life? Do you feel like we're behind on this thing? Honestly, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Every time I hear about good news like that, about other people, friends, family. Yeah. I feel really happy for them. Yeah. Genuinely. But I don't look at myself and try to compare not, not really compare, but like thinking, are, am I too late in this game now, kind of thing, or am I right? Yeah, no, not really. Yeah, yeah. I just you know I just live my life mm-hmm. how I like to, I guess. Yeah, I wonder how much of this goes back to like that old idea or old concept of the American dream slash nuclear family type thing. Yeah, because you know we're our parents are immigrants, and I don't know if they bought into or believed into that American dream. I think uh, stereotype, extent, whatever yeah. is that the right word? Stereotype, mm-hmm. uh, which is what is it? Uh, coming to a, not coming to uh, having a home, white picket fence, white picket fence, big house, big family, a job, a job, <laughs> and be able to yeah. su- and be able to uh, support your family. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, that American dream has changed, but some folks still hold on to that. Yeah, they don't see the change. Yeah, like that's not sustainable. You can't. For most people, you can't have a job these days. You have, I have right now two jobs, and I'm barely sustaining myself. Yeah, things changed. Yeah, um, and like how much, like, back to you know seeing your friends getting married and stuff. Mm-hmm. At one point, I did feel like I was behind, I guess in life, but then again. I you know I changed my mindset on that and I'm still I guess in my prime. Are you in your prime? Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. Yeah, like in the shower. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, thinking in the shower sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was thinking. I was like, man, I I don't know if I want to say I'm in my prime right now because like I feel like every year, like I. I've improved in some way. Yeah, me too. That's like, a good thing, yeah. yeah, like it keeps getting better and better in some 
shape or form. Yeah. So, I mean, if this is my prime, that would be great. I would love it. I but I still don't know for me personally if I've hit it yet. Yeah. I don't think it's passed at all. I mean, yeah, yeah. So. I thought about this too. Um, that's why I kind of brought up the question. Uh, it's for me. I still feel like my good years are still to come. Yeah. If I'm not in it now. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good way to sum mm-hmm. up my experience. Because I feel like at um, I don't know, like you know, 21 to I guess like 25 or something. Mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, it's not gonna get any better than this. You know, I'm young and mm-hmm. and this and that. Um, but yeah, the older I get, the better things seem to get. Yeah, as it goes along. So, I know for sure college was not my prime, and that was what age eighteen to twenty two. Um, after college, I was getting some money, but not extravagant. Now, like I think right now. It's the best I've ever been financially, mentally, and physically, health-wise. Yeah. Um, but I do still feel like more is to, is more get to come. Better. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I have more goals now that are more concrete, not just hoping for things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Rune, you're older than us. Are you, are you about to hit your farm? <laughs> nah, I, think I'm, I think I'm past my prime now. Dang. I just had a birthday, guys, remember? Oh, yeah. What are you, 39? Yeah, 39. So next year I'm going to be the big 4 0. And yeah, and ha- I guess be happy and look forward to, to that doctor visit. Oh, sh- yeah. so you say you're past your prime. Um, I don't know, me, or, or I'll take it back. I might I might be still in my prime. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was going to ask, what years do you think your prime was? But. Yeah. I'd say probably high school, high school, college, young, knowing everything, asking questions, and then probably after after college, have, being in the real world and having a job, you know, supporting mom and dad, you know. That's another thing. Um, I guess let's go back to the American dream concept when you brought that up, Ruin. So I went to school, graduated. My parents expected me to have a job right away because that they thought that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Being children of immigrants that didn't really know culture change in America, they knew that one culture when they came in, they didn't realize that um, that job hunting was hard now after college. Yeah. Uh, I know you didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. How did your mom take that? Were they supportive? Was she supportive? Um, I think a little disappointed. I mean, yeah. it worked out in the end. I think you know she's she's happy where I'm mm-hmm. at right now, or I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like I think she believed in the American dream and all that mm-hmm. too. You know, so like, like I'm not going to college, and that's like crazy talk, you know, mm-hmm. to her. Cause like, cause that's like. A thing you just do, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in parents' eyes, you know, yeah, or in our parents' eyes, anyways. Um. So yeah, that was a uh, <laughs> tough. When did she? To yeah, when did she like understood that you're okay now? Like, um, at what moment? I don't know if she's completely okay still <laughs> to this day. You know, <laughs> she wants you to do more. <laughs> Always, but yeah, I'm saying true, like, yeah. but she doesn't like. 
um, what do you call it? She doesn't put too much pressure on you. Yeah, like pressure me, like like question me about, oh, are you going back to school? Uh, or when or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I think because now that I have a a job, you know, and can support myself. Yeah. Then that's she's kind of less worried. Now. Yeah. 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 I more of the pressure is from my mom. Um, at least growing up, she always wanted me to go to college, obviously. Yeah. And then study to be something great, like a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. And then in the end, she wants me to be rich. Also, she wants half the money. <laughs> 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 like, you're supposed to take care of me. such stuff. Yeah. And do you not know what America is right now? <laughs> um, it's funny because when I was in college, obviously when I told him I wanted to go to art school, my dad... He was a little off put by it, but he also realized he had to be supportive, mm-hmm. which he was, is, um, my mom, not so much. She, you know, obviously like, wait, what kind of job can you get out of that? Stuff like that. Yeah. And it's funny was because whenever things go wrong in the house, like if the washing machine doesn't work, she was like, how come you couldn't be, go to school to be an engineer? <laughs> you could have fixed this. Yeah. And then she was like. When the car doesn't work, she goes, how come you couldn't be a mechanic? And when she's sick, how come you come to school being a doctor? It's like, what do you want me to do? You know, it's like one of the things, you got to pick one. And I guess it's like a subtle, passive way of putting pressure on your kid. Like, that's another thing. When parents put pressure on the kids, it's not healthy. Because it, it, yeah, it sticks with much. the kids because mm-hmm. they think that's how you're supposed to do things. Yeah. And, yeah, to speak on that, like, especially, like, um, our parents, like, you know, from another country and mm-hmm. all that. And they have an idea of what the uh, American dream is supposed to be mm-hmm. um, versus what's realistic. Um, yeah. Sometimes that pressure of trying to live that dream, um, like as a child growing up, you kind of like have to balance between the two, mm-hmm. between what's realistic and the American dream, like what you're, quote, supposed to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what's best for you, but also what you should do yeah. to succeed. Um, and I don't think you can lean in 100% one way or the other. Yeah. And um, with, you know, our parents, it was, I guess it's hard to kind of balance that, you know. Yeah. I'm, I know I know it's hard when they got here because, one, they had a language barrier, two, cultural differences um and three raising kids and in a totally different world they don't know so yeah I, I understand i understand that the pressure they went through and the stress they went through and all that stuff and i'm sure it's a lot worse than what we are going through and i, I mean i don't want to compare mental stress health with other ones because that's not fair to say or anything but yeah yeah if we were put in that situation, going to a different country where they don't understand you and you can't understand them, don't know what the culture is. So, I mean, it's just hard to, for me to imagine how I would survive in that. Yeah. Um, also, how much of it you think of Cambodian culture, our culture, plays a part in stress? Like uh, the stress that we like, I know we wanted to do an episode. We wanted to do an episode on 
Cambodian culture, Cambodian American culture. Is there any of that that could stem into the stresses that we deal with? Like the idea of being like a perfect child kind of thing. I guess it's just Asian culture period. Yeah, probably. Like not disappointing your parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't Definitely. know if that's also in American culture. Mm. Yeah. More so less from what I understand. Yeah. Um, Having a lot of money. Yeah. I think it's classism. Yeah. It's Asian culture. You yeah. think? Yeah, I think I could see that now that I'm a little older. Yeah. I can definitely see that in classism. How much of that you think plays into, like, in, in inherently plays into us? Um, I think your family does, to an extent, expect you to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, not to stoop to a level that they f- deem acceptable. I don't know where that line is, but mm-hmm. sometimes I get that feeling that there's like. There's some things you just shouldn't do. I don't want to get into specifics or anything. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. Because thinking about it now, like, what is Cambodian culture that affects us? I mean, I don't know. Obviously, not disappointing parents. That's one thing for sure that I know. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that's, like, more generalized to Asian culture, I guess. Yeah. But not specifically Cambodian. Yeah. Okay. So, but Cambodian culture, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. To think. Like, that's specific to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've course they had it harder escaping the country yeah. at the time and i think the pressure comes from because they had to escape obviously they want us to have a better life yeah i was gonna say ultimately that's what they want Ult- yeah because i mean it's very unfortunate that they lived the lives that they had had to flee yeah, yeah had to flee when they were younger so a lot of uh they missed out on a lot mm-hmm. you know in a way, now now that you said that, missing out on a lot, I feel like you think they want to live vicariously through us. I, mean, um, I don't know. Hmm. Probably not. Not so much. Mm, I, I don't know. At least, yeah. Maybe if we uh, were lawyers and doctors, but <laughs> yeah, <we're kinda laughs> right. the way we turned out, or the way I turned out, I can't speak for anyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they want to live vicariously through me. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, obviously, if we had more money, then if we had more money, we would. They would want to go on vacations more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I had another note in here. It was... Um, to, so, to end this conversation on a lighter note, more positive note, I guess, do we have any positive, uplifting words for people about stress and anxiety? Just, yeah. Um, I'd say, again, just think things through. Like, uh, try really to uh, genuinely process your emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't let it get the best of you. Um, and, yeah, just be genuine. Yeah, I had wrote down... Um it's the construct, that social construct that was, I guess, instilled in the past that, I guess, if for males, if you sh- if you show your emotions, it's a sign of weakness. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with that. Mm-hmm. 
that construct needs to go. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. I don't I don't think there was a point in time where I believed in that for myself. I I didn't either, yeah. But yeah, that's very old fashioned and it I think it's more detrimental. It is. It's not that I so Whenever I had stress, I said earlier, I didn't have anyone to talk to. It was because I felt like if I did, did tell someone, they would think you were they, would, they would think that I'm weak. Yeah. I didn't believe that. Like, if somebody would talk to me, I want, I want them to talk to me about something. But yeah. If I had to go talk to other people, yeah, I feel like I, they would think I'm weak. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I feel, yeah, that construct needs to go. It's unhealthy. It is not a sign of weakness. If you need help, go find some help. Obviously, there's services out there, even apps that helps people out now. Yep. Sometimes when I am stressed out, I'll just play with an app. <laughs> yeah, that too. Video, video, video games. Can I do an um, honorable mention? Sure. Yeah. You know, when everybody was into the uh, fidget spinner craze, yeah, I bought like probably two of them and took one of them to work. So like in the back one is like dead slow or I'm frustrated at somebody. I'll just go in the back and just spin the damn thing for hours <laughs> and hours and hours until I'm tired of the damn thing and put it on the desk. <laughs> hey, well, sorry, wrong, that was the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're not, I meant to press the clap button. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's how it, I guess it got me to, you know, go through the day. So keeping your keeping your mind off of hobbies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's what it was originally for, right? The fidget spinners was like as a stress relief. Yeah. I guess so. Just so obviously isn't the name fidget. So if you fidget a lot. Oh yeah, just yeah, just keep like, your mind off. Yeah, fidget is like a person that probably likes to touch things or like you know yeah. handles a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, if you have a way to vent out, a safe way to vent, go ahead and find that way and yeah. So yeah, like for me it's exercise and. Sometimes I draw now that I got a, this new iPad Pro 2012. Yeah. What year is this? 2018 edition. <laughs> 2012. 2012. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it way back. Yeah, way back. Yeah, I've been. I'm trying to get back to my drawing roots, so I got the Apple pencil and started drawing again. Yeah, I still got drawing, but I can definitely see that drawing would help soothe yeah. your anxieties yeah, and stress. Yeah. You got your your ways to vent. Yeah, video games. I love mm-hmm. video games. Like even playing a stressful video game is. It alleviates the other stresses, I think, you know? That's, no, that's a weird thing, too. Like, so, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, what was I saying? So, if I have, like, if I'm still feeling some sort of emotional pain, I'll, I'll just say now, I've been romantically in pain before. Mm-hmm. I would go work out and feel the physical pain, and that <laughs> takes away yeah, everything. Yeah, right, yeah. Is that Transfer healthy? it over. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, yeah. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not drinking yeah. anything, so. I mean, yeah, I think that's a um, a pretty normal way to mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, like, I like to play video games. But, yeah, also I like to do exercise and yeah. working out. Like, physical activity Yeah. definitely help with your mental state. Because as much as it is doing physical, like a physical exercise, it also takes a lot of, um, like, mental fortitude, too. Mm-hmm. So I think in that way it's um, like relieving pressure. Oh yeah, I hear you say now. Yeah, yeah. If I started exercising because of stress. Like I needed a way to vent, or not vent, but like just relieve it. And I think I started after graduating college, 2013. So it's been what six years now. Mm-hmm. 
and it's become a routine. And I think it's been my go-to thing too. Like if I do feel some sort of stress work related personally, I make my way into the gym. Yeah. And I just do, you know, cardio sometimes I do other stuff and yeah, I think I'm fine afterwards. Yeah. And that way I think because, because it is a constant, Mm -hmm. like that's something you can always turn to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think in general, you just need something that's constant Mm -hmm. in your life that you can turn to if you're stressed out about something. Yeah. And also think of the stresses and maybe anxiety levels or whatever. Think of it as like, it's just a hurdle in life and just know that you can get past it. Yeah. Depending on what it is, obviously I'm not, this is, we're not experts again. We're just saying saying. if you, yeah, if, if you make it through whatever stress, Mm -hmm. uh, I think most of the time you'll come out stronger for it. Yeah. And even hindsight, like we said earlier, it could be something we could laugh at. Yeah. Could be. But of course, if you do need greater help, go seek it. So, again, we're not experts. You <laughs> <laughs> said that like so many times. Uh, we are. I am not. <laughs> yeah. I think they got the idea. Yeah. I mean, I wanted this episode because, I mean, I. Because you kind of go through it. Yeah. You know? Going through it currently, before. And we could be go, going through it again sometime in the future, but who knows? Yeah. And talking about it helps a lot. Yeah. I think that's why I wanted to start this show, too, because, like, I was never the one to really talk a lot in general. Mm-hmm. I think doing this is starting to help me elaborate more on my thoughts. Yeah, me too. How about you, Ricky? Yeah, same, for sure. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that a lot, too, like... Like, um, like why Yeah, I decided when you asked me yeah, to yeah. do the podcast. And yeah, that's definitely a good point to help express your thoughts mm-hmm. and get them out there. Like, I feel like now still, like I kind of, uh, I'm not there. 100%. A little reserved still. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but it's a step towards mm-hmm. um, improving, you know. Yeah. And like I said, like, like improvement is, mm-hmm. is definitely a good way yeah. to, uh, to alleviate stress. Yeah, yeah. My coworkers, when I told them I'm starting a podcast, they asked me, like, they were really shocked when I told them because they didn't think, because, you know, I'm an introvert and I yeah. show that I work sometimes. And they they see that, uh, they were surprised that they would see me talking a lot because they barely hear me string it, to, string it together, <laughs> a whole paragraph, or, you know, yeah. statements, whatever. Um, I could have seen you doing this, yeah. but maybe that's just me. I always wanted to make one probably like five years ago, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know on what content and how I would go about it. Yeah. yeah. I remember Me you too. mentioning here Me and there. Too. Cause like I wanted to do a wrestling one a while ago, but I realized I don't watch as much wrestling as someone else would. Surprisingly, cause I always talk about it, but yeah, there's other wrestling shows that people watch and they talk about, and I don't watch those other ones. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and I wanted to do like a storytelling one a while ago too, but then I would have to bust my butt and find people that want to tell stories, and that's like another thing of production that mm-hmm. take time, and yeah, I didn't have time at the time to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, this form is easy, just conversations. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Going back to wrestling real quick, though. Yeah. Um. Do you think watching wrestling is 
does that alleviate stress for you? Or sometimes does it cause stress because no, of whatever's happening in not, wrestling? I, it doesn't cause stress. It's I guess you could say yeah, it's in a way it relieves it. Um of course if wrestling is a physical quote unquote violent T V show, it's not real. I hope people knows that by now. Um I guess I, I would say it's kind of comparable to when people play GTA mm-hmm. and they relieve their violent. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm violent. It's just <laughs> seeing people go through physical, uh, go, doing physical activities and quote unquote physical pain when they hit the mat. I guess that alleviates stress. Again, it's just a TV show. So like, you know, following stories and yeah, I, it does keep my mind off things. Um. Yeah. Video games. I know you play a lot of video games. Yep. Are there certain games that <laughs> alleviate stress for you for sure? Like GTA, um, if it does. I'll say like Tetris. Ah, thinking games, huh? Yeah. And there's a game called The Binding of Isaac, which I really like. Is that a strategy? Strategy. It's like, kind of like the old school, like top-down Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. But it's a roguelike, and. It's going to take a while to explain all that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll show you one day what that game is. It's great, though. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I was going to say also, uh, music helps a lot, too, for me. Yeah, lately, I don't want to cut you off, but lately, for me, it depends which kind of music. Is mm. that the same for you? Sometimes. You know what? Oh, actually, you know what? I think what... Um, like when I'm in a stressful situation, mm-hmm. listening listening to darker music. Really? Like yeah, not like not upbeat, but just like kind of people also in their sorrows. Mm-hmm. Like hearing that, uh, I think it alleviates stress, makes me happier. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I, right? could, I think I can see why. Um, I was watching Bill Nye, the science guy, on an interview. He said that if you are down in the dumps, like, I guess, I don't know what movie. He said if you're down, mm-hmm. listen to some old country song because their lyrics are more down than what you're feeling. And oh. that would uplift you. Yeah, I is think that that's the same it. concept, what you're, th- what you're thinking? Yeah, I think it is. It's like, um, I guess it's like hearing someone that's kind of in a similar mind state worse. as you. Yeah. And them being able to talk about it on a record, just mm-hmm. being genuine and open, um, it'll make you feel better. Or for me, anyways, personally. So, yeah, for me, it's a little different. Like I get what you're saying, and I think I do that sometimes. Like I, you know, when you go to work out, you have workout music that pumps you up, yeah. right? I guess I lately I've been listening to music that matches my mood. Yeah, me too. Well, no, because when I when I am kind of stressed out whatnot i don't listen to anything maybe just podcasts but like hearing people talk about stuff it kind of keep my mind off of it yeah but when i'm in a chill mood i listen to lo-fi kind of music no words just instrumentals um lo-fi hip-hop on youtube (laughs) 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 uh if i'm you know, obviously, if I'm pumped up, I listen to like wrestling entrance yeah. music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a you know, there's 
different kind of mood musics, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't listen to much artists, like, specific artists anymore like I used to. Huh. I just yeah. have to listen to something that that I'm in the mood for. Yeah. Like, I even listen to, like, Backstreet Boys sometimes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I might go to their concert in July. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might. I'm not sure yet. Um, Future podcast guys about the Backstreet Boys concert. Yeah. From Vila. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's... Unless you guys have other final thoughts. Nope. I always forget to preface the show like how everybody else does on their shows. So... We're still learning. Yes, I mean... Give us a couple episodes. We'll, we'll get it together, guys. Uh, Yeah, like we mentioned earlier, talking... We're not experts. I'm trying to get better at talking. Yeah, me too. So, this is why I started the show. One of the reasons why. Uh, And also, just hang out with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Some good reasons. Yes, it's fun times sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have a guest here and there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Bring, bring your cousin... Or Uncle Tino, and I know he has a lot to say. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta find a good topic. <laughs> yeah, for him. Um, so yeah, just to preface the show, I should have said this at the top of the show. Full Timers Podcast is a show that uh, that we have candid conversations, and we uh, awkwardly attempt to navigate adulthood or the nuances of adulthood. I gotta get better at delivering that. Um, yeah, so we awkwardly because we're awkward guys. I know I am. Mm-hmm, Rude, you're mm-hmm. not awkward at all. No. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Go ahead. My uh, boss at work says I'm I'm such a social butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, we're all weird in some degrees. Yeah, weird is good. I mean, weird is I don't know. It depends on how you say weird. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, quick plugs. We're uh, on social media. Ricky, you found this out last oh, episode. Yeah, I did. And it still surprised me when you said that just now, too. I forgot. <laughs> you still did? Okay. <laughs> we <And> are? <laughs> so we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Full Timers Pod. That's Full Timers P-O-D. And we also have a website. <laughs> That's brand new to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's a real simple, silly website. It's just a streaming link to our show and... Somebody? No, it's the yeah. neighbors. Uh, yeah, it's just a streaming link of the latest episode and just a quick pre- premise of the show. That's it. So, uh, with that being said, any last words? Um, and that. Don't forget to listen to the Full Timers podcast. Yeah. And follow Rune at Twitter, which is the handle is. Yeah, Twitter. I'll put it. I'll put. I'll, we'll put the handle in the in the in the, in the um, description. And you don't need to follow Ricky because he's not on anywhere. He's yeah. a ghost. Mm-hmm. You can find yeah. me here. He's, he's, he's the That's one. That's where you'll find me. You'll find you'll, you'll find one. Ricky here in life. If you <laughs> <Yeah>. want it <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> if you need Ricky, I'm editing the video, I'm editing the um, material. But if you want to contact Ricky because he's so mysterious, you have to go through Ruin first. And Ruin is what at Ruin Yin on Twitter. I am at Vilacron, V-I-L-A-C-R-O-N on Twitter, Instagram. And that is it. That's it? That's it. I think that's it. Peace. Bye.